to God. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Good morning, y'all. This is Kathy Brocks at the LUTG Radio Show. Amen, amen, amen. And we are live on the radio. Amen, amen. To God be all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. Come to your Father God through the shed blood of your Son, Jesus Christ. And we thank you for this day. We thank you for your peace, your joy, your love, your honor, your glory. We thank you, Lord God, because there is absolutely none greater than you. We thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for being with us. Thank you, Lord God, for fighting our battles. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing your son to pay the price on the cross for us. Thank you, Jesus, for doing that thing and showing us how to walk it out, how to do it right. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Lord, for thou art worthy of all the glory, the honor, the power, and the praise. Thank you, Lord. I thank you, Lord God, for every listener on the show, every listener that is listening to the show. I pray that they are blessed in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that they are blessed in the name of Jesus and that, uh, they uh, have an opportunity to give their testimony of salvation to someone and that they get themselves in a Bible-based church. Amen. Glory to God. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, also for every sponsor. Amen. Every advertiser, every supporter, every partner in the name of Jesus. Thing is falling down here. Trying to see if I can get this set up there right. I had it right yesterday. Mm. Anyway, um, so again, good morning to you, and uh, I thank God uh, that we're here today. I thank God for His peace and His love and His strength. I thank God for all that He has done for us today. Apologize, my head is cut off in this thing. Uh, and so, anyway, we are here today, and uh, I'm cool. Good morning. We're here today, and today uh, we're gonna put on the whole armor of God. Make sure this is all the way up for you. There we go. Today we're gonna put on the whole armor of God, and then. Uh, we are also um, gonna talk about um, what women's what, what women whether or not um, women should talk in the church. Cause I keep hearing these men. I had talked about this before, but I keep hearing these men talk about this. Talk some shut up, woman. <laughs> and so you know, I'm respectful because um, you can't get nobody. Uh, you, you can't build nobody or Im- improve anybody 
if you're yelling at them. So don't worry about it. I ain't going to be yelling at nobody or nothing like that. Hallelujah. I hope y'all had a great day today. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Uh, you know, we always start off with Luke 24, 45. Uh, we are on 102.4 uh, FM. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, we are also on... Uh, we're recording to YouTube. We're using we're on Mobcam Live. And we're recording to YouTube and uh, Twitch and Facebook and Twitter. So, um, you can catch us, uh, in those few places. I wish they had it set up that you could go to uh, Instagram as well, but Facebook and Instagram, you know, they cousins. And so, (laughs) speaking of cousins, don't forget to say good morning to your cousins. If you got any, I don't know, your mama and your daddy may be your only child or whatnot, but. If you got some, say what's up. So what's up, cousins? <laughs> and if you European, then everybody your cousin. Because every European person I've ever met, every African I have ever met, every time you talk to one of them and they introduce you to somebody, they go, oh, that's my cousin right there. That's my cousin. And I'm like, how many cousins do you have? <laughs> You're like, you, you run across a hundred people and everybody your cousin. But I'm like, let's see here if they had 20 kids. But, uh, <laughs> no. Usually when I run across Nigerians, Africans, and like that, their parents only had maybe one or two kids. That's why it'd be funny to me. I'm like, your parents only had one or two kids. How y'all got a thousand cousins? <laughs> you only had one or two kids. Anyway, your grandparents, I just, I get, I just get a little tickled. Try not to, try to set this thing up so it'll stick, but it ain't, it ain't wanting to stick today. I don't know what that is. I don't know what it is. I might have to, I'm going to just lay it flat. I apologize. I was trying to, you know, get it all up there and have it, so I have a little video, but apparently not. Um. Anyway, so we're gonna put on the whole armor of God this morning. Amen, amen, and amen. Luke twenty four forty five is where we starting from, like we do every morning. Amen. Glory to God. All right. Luke twenty four forty five. Then open he their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Amen. And uh, we're going to move over to Ephesians chapter 6. Because we want to make sure we get all that armor on. Get understanding for the armor and keep it on. You know our kids, when you put would have put a coat on kids in the winter or the summer or what? Not in the summer, but in the winter. You put a coat on and all they can think is, I'm in the car and it's hot. But y'all about to get out the car and they try and take it off. 
They don't understand why they need that coat on until that hawk hits them. And then they try to bury their face in your chest. <laughs> so we we use Luke 24, 45 so we can get understanding uh, for why we need these uh, scriptures. Why we need the, word, the, whole, the armor of God. Amen. All right, uh, Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, and having done all to stand. Stand therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, take in a shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen. Amen. Verse 18. Praying always with all prayer and supplication in the spirit and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. And for me, that utterance may be given unto me that I may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel. Verse 24. Grace be with all them that love our Lord Jesus Christ in sincerity. Amen. 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 Move on over with me to uh, Numbers chapter 6, verse 24 through 27. Numbers 6, 24 through 27. It says, The Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And they shall put my name upon the children of Israel and I will bless them. Go with me to the book of uh, Psalms, uh, chapter 91, Psalms 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. My God in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and... From the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers. And under his wings shall thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night. Nor for the arrow that flieth by day. Nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness. Nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shall thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion, and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. 
I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Amen. Isaiah 54. Isaiah 54 chapter, uh, chapter, 50, chapter 54 verse 13. It says, And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great should be the peace of thy children. And all thy children. This is going to be important a little bit later on. And all thy children shall be taught of the Lord. And great shall be the peace of thy children. And righteousness shall thou be established. Thou shalt be far from oppression. For thou shalt not fear. And from terror for it shall not come near thee. Behold, they shall surely gather together, but not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for thy sake. Behold, I have created the smith that bloweth the coals and the fire, and that bringeth forth an instrument for his work. And I have created the waster to destroy. No weapon that is formed against thee shall prosper, and every tongue that shall rise against thee in judgment thou shalt condemn. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is of me, saith the Lord. Amen, amen, amen. Jesus Christ is Lord. You're listening to LUTGRadio.com, WKKP Digital Broadcasting. My name is Kathy Brocks. I will 102.4 FM and um, this is the LUTG Radio Show with me, Kathy Brocks. Let us thank God radio. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Don't you know it? Amen. Amen. All right. So, um, ah, great, 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 great. Mm-hmm. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Uh-huh. So we were talking about, I had heard, um, there's these guys, uh, they preach of the gospel on a radio and uh TV and video and YouTube. And, um, they, they're pretty knowledgeable. They're very, they're very knowledgeable. Uh, except that when it comes to women's roles in the church, they always say when a woman comes up and asks them a question, it's how dare she ask them a question. It's shut up, woman. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. And so they always come up with this uh, verse. And, uh, <laughs> oh, God. It's a uh, First Corinthians, I want to say, First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 34. And it says, let your women keep silence in the churches. For it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. All right. So, um, first we got to break this down. Why? Why would they tell them to be quiet in the church? Um, they would tell them to be quiet in the church because they were actually training up the men. Uh, they were training the men in the word of God and the women had questions and the women, the women had questions about what was going on because they wanted to know Jesus too. I'm summarizing. You can read the whole 
chapter if you want to. So I'm summarizing this for you. They they wanted to uh, speak to and they were they were training them. They were training up the men. And they were training them in uh, being baptized in the Holy Spirit and about prophesying and edifying and exhortation and comfort. Now, if you can't train up your wife and your children in the word of God, you got problems. Because that's your first audience. Like I said, you're going you're gonna to need this Isaiah 54, 13. And all thy children should be taught of the Lord. And great should be the peace of thy children. Now, here's the problem with women being quiet in a church. A grown woman is a, a grown and adult female or male is 18 years of age. However, young girls as young as 10 and 12 years old will be in wed to boys 12 and 14 and 19 years old. Those are considered young boys, young men. But at 14, they would consider a man. 12 and 14, they called him a man. They'd go work, they was a man. And so they they would wed them and, you know, had they have their own house, take care of their own household and whatnot. And these young 12 and 14-year-old boys are running a show as well as running this little girl who is now his wife. And so imagine, and also we should also note that, uh, Young girls were also given to 30-year-old, 38-year-old men. Can you imagine a 12-year-old girl having to take the penis of a 38-year-old man? And they wasn't always in shape. So now you got a 12-year-old girl underneath a 200-pound, hairy, sweaty man with a penis that is at 38 more than likely still super hard and he just shoved it into her because she his wife and he can do whatever he want now i told you before when you do that to 12 year old girls and they gotta have sex with some nasty dude because the girls didn't get a say so the, the the daddies gave them to these men if or if a man came to the door and said, I want to marry your daughter, if the father was cool with it, she was married. Unless she ran away, she was married. And so and that was back in the day. So um so during the time that this that the Bible was written and that these events were occurring, that's what was occurring. These were young girls in the church. So when they say, tell your wives not to speak or wives should be quiet in the church, they really meant children. That's what they really meant. They meant children. Shh, be quiet, children. We know you you are somebody's wife and we know that, hey, you know, you six months pregnant. <laughs> anyway. And so anyway, whenever you put a grown man on a child that child's ability to rebel just heightens it's bad enough they going through puberty and they they don't have anybody they don't have a mama to explain to them all these emotions that they are going through because at 10 at 10 puberty starts kicking in on kids at 12 a little girl could have a period by that time 
12 and 14. And then she got all these hormones raging and rushing through her. But she's still a little girl at 12 years old and she still want to play with dolls and talk to her friends. I told you that before. And if you put some big, hairy, nasty dude, no offense to you guys, but you know, 38, heavy set. Even if he ain't heavy set, 38, he can be 38, slim and trim and handsome. You still a 38 year old dude sleeping with a 12 year old girl. She gonna rebel. She gonna lash out any way she possibly can to object to what is happening to her. She ain't in agreement with that. She may have had to submit because that's her father and she assumed her father knows best. But everything in her is going, no, 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 this ain't right. No, no. Forget about what the culture is. Herself and her mind is going, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. I want to be a little girl a little longer. And if you think they stopped at 12, you're wrong. A child could be, arranged marriages could be done at birth, at the birth of the baby. And don't think that it's always going to be given to another newborn baby. How they put the newborn girl and a newborn boy and the family is arranged for their marriages. It ain't always newborn and newborn. Stop telling these women to shut up and then you want them. And then you say things like you say things to them. Well, women must submit to men and men must lead. Men are the leaders. True enough, men are the covering and they should lead. But if you talking down to her and talking bad to her, you ain't leading nobody. You just yelling. You just yelling. That's all you're doing. And so. In order for you to lead, you got to be led. You're like, Kathy, what you talking about? In order for a man to lead, he must be led by the Holy Ghost. He must be saved in spirit and in truth. He must have the fruits of the spirit. He must have the benefits of salvation. He must have that sound mind and that sound body that is without terror. Because a man that is full of terror can only give terror. You got to submit to me, woman. You must submit, submit. And then you start hitting on her. And she got black eyes. Would you submit to somebody that's constantly giving you a black eye? Uh Uh-uh. No, you wouldn't. I got another question for you, man. Why you want an angry woman cooking your breakfast? I'm just saying. Why you want an angry woman cooking your breakfast? Y'all have an argument with your wife and then she bring you some food. And then y'all wondering what she do to the food. That's a smart man. But an argument is different than mistreating somebody and giving them a black eye. And telling them to shut up and don't ask no questions. Because if she can't ask a question in church, she been at home with this man six days. And in six days, he ain't told her nothing and he ain't asked no questions. I mean, he ain't answered no questions. She asking questions throughout the week and he ain't got an answer. He ain't taught her to pray. She asked a question about the Bible. He ain't answered it. So the only place to get an answer is when she go to church. She see you training up all the men, but the women got to sit down and be quiet. 
The man can ask a billion questions, but if the woman has one question, shut up. Shut up. Women ought to be silent in the church. Uh Uh-uh. Stop telling these women to be quiet. Remember, God came for the whole world. For the whole world. You'll find that in John 3.16. We remember John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world. Amen. But through him, the, <laughs> I said it twice. God did not come to hurt you. He truly didn't. God came to bless us. God came to bless us. Amen. Let's see why my scripture didn't come up. In Genesis 1, 26. Hold on a second. It's going to pop up in a sec. Let me just read it. Glory to God. Oh, there we go. Okay. I was waiting for my scripture to pop up. And Genesis, uh, oh shit, let me just finish this, this John first. So John is for God, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God so loved the world. That's both male and female. That's everybody. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. Remember, I told you that the word world means when means what time and place praise be unto the Lord who can do that but man man is the one that can do that both male and female in verse uh 18 it says he that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not on him is condemned already because he have not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. And this is the condemnation that light is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are wrought in God. If you are too afraid to talk with your wives or to talk with women about the word of God, what are you hiding? The women should be trained up just as the men side by side. Don't keep the gospel from women. Women are your greatest advocates. It was a woman that sounded the alarm that Jesus rose from the dead, that he was alive, walking around. It was a woman that did that. It was a woman that said that, uh, that, that Jesus was at the well and the man, and that he promised to give her everlasting life. That was a woman that sounded the alarm. It wasn't a man. It was a woman. 
It was a woman that carried Jesus in her belly. It wasn't a man. That was a woman. And even though it was a woman that answered the question of Satan and she shouldn't have, but it was a man that stood by and said nothing. But now you want the women to be quiet. You had an opportunity to say, girl, look, be quiet. That's the devil. Shut up. Don't say nothing to him. The Lord rebuked thee. All this time, the devil talking to her. He wasn't just talking to her. He was talking to Adam too, the man, the male, Adam. He was talking to both male and female. Did God say? When God made man, he said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. Let them have dominion, them. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he, him, male and female created he, them. God created both male and female. The woman is taken from the rib of man and formed by God, just as God formed man out of the dust of the ground. Both came from dust. Both came from the love of God. But check this out. God made the spirit of man first, and then he made the body, the soul, that that body that he formed. And when he breathed the, the spirit, he made the spirit on the sixth day. But he formed the soul on the seventh day. And when he breathed into the nostrils of man, he put that he put that spirit inside of that soul. And that soul inside of that body. That glorious body. And when he saw that man, it was good for man to have a mate, a help meet. A woman. He did surgery on man and took a rib out of Adam and formed his wife, who Adam named Eve. And they and they the two of them got together and had a honeymoon of honeymoons. Enjoyed themselves. They had sex, y'all. They had sex, right? And they had sex before the fall. So you know that sex was good. I keep trying to get men to understand and to just believe a little bit. I'm going to go off a little, little, little bit off target here. But well, I should say it's not that far off target. When a woman tells you, hey, have you ever thought about the sex that Adam and Eve had before the fall? Because they had good sex before the fall. Good sex. How was it good sex? It was without sin. It was without sin, which means they enjoyed every pleasure. Because God God put them in a, God made them a home and called it Eden, which means a region place of pleasure. It's a, it's a place of pleasure. And it wasn't a small little patch. It was a gigantic piece of land with four rivers. So good. If he would make 
a dwelling place for Adam called Eden. And he pulled a rib out of Adam and made a wife with breastuses that stick out like cones and that are soft, making her tall like him and strong. But her butt is firm and soft at the same time, legs firm and soft and not, not hard like him, but a little soft, soft, like pillowy. Right? And he put censors on the lips of, man, of the man and the female. He put censors all over the body. Put censors on the man's penis. You ever looked at your own penis, gentlemen? <laughs> so busy touching it, you know, probably not looking at it. Take a look at it. Look at all those censors that you have on your penis. It's not just the shaft. It's the whole thing. And it goes all the way back up. Right? And check out the woman. The woman has a lot of sensors. Y'all call it G-spots or something. But just think of it as sensors. You know how somebody trying to invade your house and your, your alarm goes off. Beep, beep, beep. This woman has sensors. Women have, we have sensors all over our body. And we have sensors in the vagina. Right? So imagine this, both male and female are without sin and they are having sex and they are enjoying themselves. And imagine this, ain't nobody getting tired. Hello. Then, I don't know, maybe it was still six minutes long. I have no idea. Maybe it was longer. I don't even know. We can ask Jesus when we get there. But imagine... Because Jesus paid the price on the cross already, right? So he redeemed man from sin. Did you ever think, instead of beating up on your wife and telling her, shut up, girl, women don't talk in the church. We got to remember that the church building is a building. But the redeemed man, both male and female, is the church. We are branches in Christ Jesus. We are the church. So to, tell, so to keep telling that woman that a woman is not to speak in the church. What she's hearing is, I shouldn't talk at all. Because I am the church. Because I ask questions at home and he ain't answering them. I'm in church and I can't ask no questions. I'm only 12 years old. Who am I going to talk to? Because oftentimes they would be like on a farm far away from people wasn't always in the city but if we bring it back to present day she can't she ain't she can't talk on the phone she can't talk to her friends she can't talk to her family who can she talk to you that don't talk to her but imagine if you saw her as an equal the way adam saw eve as an equal as a whole person imagine that right now imagine, because you keep harping on her about, you know, the sex ain't good. The sex ain't good. Let me hit it from the back. And you don't mean from the back like she just turn around and you hit the vagina from the back. You mean the booty hole. Why? Because the booty hole seems tighter. Well, that's where the doo-doo come out. You start poking her in her booty hole. One, your penis going to stink. You're getting fecal matter up in your penis. Now that gets into your bloodstream and you're going to get cancer because it's bacteria in your bloodstream. And you're introducing the other bacteria into her body. 
into her colon, you're pushing it back up. And remember, the colon is only the bottom half of the mouth. The top half of your colon is your mouth. So what don't come out of the colon will come out, will go back up and come out of the mouth. You ever pooped, you ever uh, vomited up poop? I can tell you it's not a good thing. Never happened to me, but it's not a good thing. Feces is bacteria. It's waste comes out, supposed to come out. Don't fall in love with someone, some woman's anus. Thinking, yeah, that doo-doo hole is the right place to go. No, it ain't. It's a doo-doo hole. Meant for doo-doo to come out, not for penises to go in. But imagine this. You the redeemed of you the redeemed of God. You are the you are a holy man of God. Have you ever thought to say, Jesus? Since you redeemed us from sin and everything is made new again. Second Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. What about the sex, Lord? Adam and Eve, they had sex without sin. How great was that sex? Because remember, God took the seventh day and anointed it and blessed it. And he was straight chilling. This was his holy day. He made it holy. And on a holy day, he made man. He Man was considered holy. La, 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 la. Holy. Both male and female were considered holy. Holy beings like Jesus. Holy. You ever touch somebody and they just kind of electrocute you like, or you just touch somebody and they just, that warm feeling just rushes straight through you. You just feel their anointing. I ain't talking about that spiritual sex. Cut it out. <clears throat> a man and a woman that are married should be excited by each other. You know, Kathy, you ain't married, you don't know. True enough, but I'm a person. And I figure if you say, Mary, will you marry me? And she says yes. And it's till death do us part. But I keep seeing these women coming on social media and on YouTube saying, if he died today, I'm okay. I ain't never doing this again. Not ever. Why? Because y'all keep telling us, shut up. The way you talk to those women is shut up. Don't talk to me. You don't know nothing. You a woman. Shut up. You go looking at other women. You go cheating. You mistreating them. They can't have you won't you won't support them in what they're doing. Nice saying that's every man, but it sure is a lot of different women out there coming out saying, Yeah, I ain't doing this no more. And they say, Yeah, my friends say the same thing. Oof. I ain't realize it was gonna be like this. I ain't realize he's gonna be like that. And y'all keep saying that women are one way when they dating you, and then when y'all, 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 y'all together, y'all permanent. Then, you know, the wig come off. Well, y'all wig come off too. And you're not willing to change. And you keep telling us, shut up. Go fix my breakfast. Uh-uh. Don't let no angry person cook for you. You worried about spit being in your food. Don't worry about the spit. Worry about the chemicals. Because they keep saying, if he dies today, don't... I ain't doing this no more. 
You know, I love him and everything, but if he die today, I'm good. If he die today, I'm good? Girl, look, I got an insurance policy on him, so if he go today, okay, I'm rich. He getting on my nerves. That's a couple that don't pray together. You can't tell her, you can't ask a woman, well, we gonna pray together and we gonna, we gonna, we gotta, you know, we gotta look right in church. You are the church at home. Start asking God about all your benefits. Because here's three benefits of salvation. You go from spiritual death to spiritual life. That's a redeemed soul. You go from, not everybody is in poverty, but some people have a poverty spirit. We'll just say, if you are broke, or you have a broke spirit, you go from poverty to exceeding abundant riches. And that may be resources for you or mindset. And you go from, and not everybody is sick, but you'll go from being sick to being healed. You have that right. So those are your three rights in salvation. Just automatic. Automatic what Jesus paid for. You ain't supposed to be poor. Some people think they're supposed to be poor if they save. No. You ain't supposed to be sick. Some people think, oh, well, God is trying to teach me something with this sickness. No, he ain't. He trying to tell you to claim your healing. He ain't make you sick. In 2 Timothy 1 and 7, God says, for God has not given you a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Some people get that mixed up with reverence. No, fear in that instance is terror. And terror is hate and sin. Remember, God didn't say, for God so hate the whole world. He said, for God so love the whole world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever will believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You marry people. And you people don't want to get married. And y'all worried about whether or not the sex going to be good. You better start asking Jesus about it and start claiming it. And stop trying to... Stop eating each other's booty hole. Y'all keep wondering why people... I, I can tell you this now. I don't want no person kissing on me. Don't kiss my cheek. Don't kiss my hand. Because I keep seeing these movies and, and these social medias where y'all talking about y'all done licked your husband or your boyfriend's booty hole or your girl's booty hole. Fecal matter come out of there. And the bacteria on your tongue that goes in her butthole could cause her all kinds of damage to her butthole, which gets in her bloodstream. And another thing, ill. Just ill. That ain't what it's for. And then you want to come and kiss on everybody. Uh-uh. That trash that is in movies, you keep trying to make people think that that's a standard way of dating and living. No, it ain't. No, it ain't. Mistreating your wife. Forgetting that she, God made her a beautiful, healthy, blessed woman a good thing. And you want to treat her like a dog, like, like some prostitute that get, get paid for that. And even she shouldn't be doing that. Remember, your wife is an equal. She's a whole person. 
Your wife is a whole person. Have a conversation with her. Don't marry a 12-year-old. You you 18 years old, 19, 38, 56, 65. Don't marry a child. 12 is a child. 14 is a child. Anything under 18 is a child. Anything under 18 is a child. And in my opinion, 18 is still a child because you still, you just real silly at 18. I mean, let's at least let him get to 21. If you owe. But if y'all both 18, have at it. Remember, that woman has questions and she, she is trusting you. Talk to your wife. Don't be mistreating her with your words. And ladies, don't mistreat these dudes with your mouth. You know how you can do Instead of getting upset with them not asking a question, not answering your questions, start praying about it. You can, you know, you can go over his head, right? The person that is over the head, over your husband, is Jesus. So anytime he start giving you smack and start talking crazy, say, "Oh, okay, okay." Mm-hmm. Go ahead and go. On, you know, s- separate yourself real quick because you don't want to be arguing all the time. And start praying. Start talking to the Lord. Start talking to God. Don't complain about him. Just say, Lord, Lord God, I, 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 I believe for a blessed marriage. I ask you for a blessed marriage. I want to have a husband that I can talk with. Uh, that we can have good communication. He always wants sex, but he don't want to communicate. I want to communicate and have good sex. Lord God, what was sex like? What is What should redeem sex be like? Because I don't like anal sex, but he keeps trying to talk me into anal sex. I don't like that. That's a detriment to me. But I know that you made our parts and you made our parts good. And neither of our parts was supposed to go in nobody's anus. That's butthole. Lord God, I just thank you for blessing us. I got questions about the Bible. This is my question. This is what I think the answer is. Um, help me to find what that scripture is so I can get understanding. I mean, and if I would I ask you, Lord God, that if he don't know something, if he would just tell me, I don't know, but we can go look it up. It's OK to tell your woman, I don't know, but we can both go look it up and find out. Because if you got two people researching something, one can research a certain section, the other can research another section. That's double. You know what I'm saying? That's that's double action going at it. Don't be afraid to work together. Don't be afraid to work together. And don't be afraid to save some money. Don't be afraid to take her out. Don't be afraid to spend time with her. You ain't. I okay, hang on. Let me get out of y'all money. But I ain't saying you gotta spend four hundred dollars or a thousand dollars or ten some of y'all got it, y'all balling. A million dollars every time y'all go out. But you you need to talk to her. And stop trying to do things that you think is going to make him happy. Find out what makes him happy. Ask him. Observe him. Listen to him. Because women got to the point where they will, they will just sound, they will drone you out. If you get on her nerves so bad, she will drone you out. Just like you've been doing her. And you ain't neither one of y'all heard a thing. 
women and men are the church. Stop telling women to shut up. They are part of the church just like any man. And a woman needs to be trained up in the way to go just like a man. Stop telling women to shut up. You don't let an angry person cook your food or wash your clothes or do anything for you. You love her into submission. You don't beat her or browbeat her or ignore her into submission. You love her into submission. And for the guys that were on the street preaching that, preaching the gospel and they read that scripture, the first Corinthians, uh, I think it was a uh, 13, 34 is it 1434 let me see here i think it was 1434 yeah and so for the ones that read that scripture the woman kept asking them okay we'll read this scripture what does this say and she kept pointing them to different scriptures that talked about women and how women are part of the church and all they kept repeating was a woman is to keep silent in the church and what she was trying to get them to do is acknowledge that she's a person so when a woman keeps giving you scripture and she's talking to you, she's submitting. When she's giving you scriptures, she's submitting. Only time, only reason why she was yelling is because you were yelling at her. You want her to tone it down? Then you tone it down. You, you remember, you want to be the leader. Then you got to lead. She kept giving you scriptures. And then the, the Holy Ghost had her to speak in tongues. And told her to shake the dust off her feet. Remember, the only time Jesus told his disciples to shake the dust off their feet is when they were not being received. And when you don't receive a woman that is asking you questions about the Bible who is saved. You just said no to Jesus. Remember, the way you treat the least of them is the way you are treating Jesus. Because you keep calling her less than you. So we're going to take it the way you treating her. The way you treating her is the way you treating Jesus. So what gospel are you preaching? Because you're to love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Love your brother, your brethren, which is brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus as Jesus loves the church. And so if you can't have a conversation with her about the word of God, who you preaching to? Because that's the church. Who you raising up? Because that's the church. Remember, women influence a wide range of people. They're going to the store. They're going to the hairdresser. They're going to work. They got play dates for the children. You heard. They 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 talk to the, the, the repairman. You heard. They talking to their neighbors. I ain't saying that men don't do that too. You do it. But men are always trying to keep their business quiet. You ain't talking that much unless it's a dude. But women are more likely to evangelize than a man. A man will evangelize when he is trained up. But a woman will get excited by the word of God and tell her friends, girl, look what I just read in the Bible. Look what I just learned. Let me tell you. Women get excited about stuff that excites them and they go tell people about stuff that excites them, that gets them pumped up. 
You want her to submit to your leadership? Get her pumped up about the word of God. Let her be excited. Stop telling her to shut up. Let her be excited by God. Because a woman that is not excited by God will become a menace to you. And you'll be asking God, well, why she like that? Because that's what you made her. That's what you called her. That's what you told her to do. Whenever you talk, you talk down to women and you tell them that they can't speak and that they are not good enough to be heard. You are creating a menace, a disruptor. And don't think that she won't start her own church that only has women in it. There's some of those churches out here. It only caters to women. Er? Come on now. Somebody sent me a pamphlet for it. For women, by women. I was like, say what? <laughs> Is this a church? Ain't no men in it. <laughs> Maybe to do the janitorial work, but I doubt that. I walked into a new church one day and I was just trying to check it out and see what was going on. This pastor manhandled me. It's like, what the freak? And that was his way of getting women to submit. I said, I have an AC injury, AC joint injury. And what you just did pulled my AC joint. I am ready to smack you in the nuts. Y'all thought I said the face. I wouldn't know. I was going I was ready to pinch if, if my joint wasn't upset. I didn't care how strong he was. I was ready to gouge, pinch, punch, pinch shoulders and kick nuts. Cuz he had no respect for me. But I ain't had to do nothing. God did it. Stop beating on women. They're part of the church too. And you ain't having no sons without a woman. Just so you know. You gonna have to get an egg from someplace, and they only come from women. If you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you want to, and you want to talk to women and allow them into the church, because God, for God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now's the time to give your heart to Jesus. Remember, for God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. God loves you and he absolutely only wants the best for you. If you want to be forgiven of all your sins, repeat this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I confess my sins before you this day. I give up my past life with Satan and close every door to all Satan's devices. I confess Jesus as the Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me and for bringing me back to where I once was from this day forward, Lord Jesus. I will be sensitive to how you feel. I won't hurt you. I will obey you, Lord Jesus. I ask you to present me to Jehovah in your name. Lord Jesus, I believe with my heart. I confess with my mouth that you rose from the dead, that I am saved and receive you today wholeheartedly, 100%. Make me a light in this earth and a salt that gives it flavor. 
And from this day forward, I will live for you, Jehovah God, in the name of Jesus and share the gospel of Christ Jesus with everyone I meet and everyone I know. It's commitment, Jesus. I will get this world for you. I pray this prayer to the Father in the name of Jesus. I receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus with evidence of speaking in tongues and interpreting tongues for the edifying of the body of Christ Jesus by the will of Jehovah God. Amen. Congratulations. You just got saved. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Woohoo! Hallelujah! Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah. What do you do now that you say? Take authority over your life, over your body. If you got any sickness in there, remember, rebuke that sickness and receive healing to your body. Say, I rebuke you, sickness, if you know the name of it, if it's just a pain. And I receive healing to my body, whatever part it's at. Point to it. Put your hand over it. Amen. Take the 10-week foundation course. It's free on letjradio.com under the resource page. And uh, pray every day and start reading your Bible every day. Start off with the book of John. And uh, believe God for a church home. Amen. God will give you a church home. And, um, you know, people are not supposed to manhandle you. And so if the dudes just say, hey, stop. I ain't no rag doll. I'm a human being. I'm a person. Well, I don't like the word. I just say person because God says he's a person. So we're a person. Just tell them, I'm a person. I'm a person. Don't grab on me like that. All right? And so one of the things I do um, when I go to church, I just go, what's up? Hey, how's it going? You know, a little wave or whatever. You know, like, you don't shake people's hands or hug them no more? Uh, not really. Maybe women sometimes. But, you know, guys get, either guys, are they've been grabbing my nipples or grabbing my breast or some women have grabbed my crotch, so nah, I'm not really a hugger anymore. I know there was demonic spirits on them and whatnot, spirits of lust and whatnot, but I, that ain't my problem. That ain't my problem. That ain't everybody in the church. It's just that it happens so often, and I ain't telling you not to go to church. I'm just telling you, you ain't got to hug everybody. You know, you know, get to find out, find out who people are in the church, and find out what the church is about. Um. It's a good it, it's a good place to be, but just like when you go to a restaurant, you got all different kinds of people in the restaurant. When you go to church, you got all different kinds of people in the church that got different menus, and they trying to um, clear their plate of all those other desires that they had, so they can be speaking one gospel like Jesus, you know, like they supposed to be speaking. Because when you go to a restaurant, you can you can order a la carte and get whatever you want. You know, but if they don't let you do that, you got to get what's on the menu. And when you go to church, what's on the menu is the gospel. And you to have a good behavior and you to, you know, to love the way Jesus loves. And Jesus don't go around grabbing women's breasts and grabbing women's crotches or men's crotches. And so um, people got to, you know, get delivered from those things. And so you can, you can say that. I, I command these demons to come out of my parts, my body parts. Amen. You can say that. It's, just, it's the same as any sickness. And start confessing my my desires of, the, of that of Christ. Amen. As a, uh, you know, I think like Christ, I'm a new creature. 
Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he's a new thing. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Right? You're a new creature. Amen. All right. My name is Kathy Brox. This is the LUTG Radio Show. Share the link. LUTGradio.com. And give. Um, hey, if you're able to give or if you want to give. Amen. Thank you so much.